and welcome to a few moments of devotion, beginning of the day. Uh, we're going through the book of 1 Peter, this uh, really practical and inspiring book. And uh, we're in chapter 2. And we're going to pray before we go any further. Lord, here we are. We come before you. We come to quieten our hearts and minds before you come to invite you to speak to us to say come Holy Spirit warm our hearts with your words speak to us very directly individually Lord I pray in these few moments in Jesus name Amen okay well uh, last time we were looking at um, the fact that we've been called to to to, to follow Jesus and that that will imply at times um, being wronged and very practically Peter's been speaking about how we how do we cope when we're in a situation um, that that's, that's unfair that's unjust as employees or whatever how do we walk well when we're being um, victimized taken advantage of it's a tricky one. We've all been given a God-given sense of justice and right and wrong. So how do we handle that well? We see in the world, the world's very quick to stand up for rights and so on and so forth. Something very different here. So let's have a little look here. Um, I'd better just quickly read. Uh, let's go from verse 19, chapter 2, 1 Peter, chapter 2, verse 19. Very practical. The implications in our daily lives being a follower of Jesus. Okay. It is commendable if someone bears up under the pain of unjust suffering because they're conscious of God. But how is it to your credit if you receive a beating for doing wrong and endure? Okay, so that's pretty obvious. Um, if you get yourself in a pickle because you're, 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 you're living un unrighteously, but you're acting unrighteously at work or wherever, then don't be surprised. But that's not what he's speaking about here. Okay. But if you suffer for doing good and you endure it, it's commendable to God. Okay. Let's keep going. How, how do we do this? To this you were called because Christ suffered for you, leaving you an example that you should follow in his footsteps. We don't often talk about this, do we? Peter said earlier on, we've been called out of darkness into his marvellous light. Oh, yes. And we talk about calling in that sense, don't we? Called to belong to the Lord, called out of darkness into his marvellous light. Here he's saying, to this you were called because Christ suffered for you, leaving you, leaving you an example that you should follow in his footsteps. <laughs> what? Yep. We're following the Lord Jesus. We're following him, and that, that will mean at times, that will mean suffering. It will mean not insisting on our rights. It will mean um, uh, ins enduring insults. Let's read on. He committed no sin, and no deceit was found in his mouth. Now, we're going to get, that's Isaiah chapter 53. Dear Peter, he's going to, in the next few verses, he, he uses a lot of that material, what we call the suffering servant, Isaiah 53. I'll turn there in a moment. Verse 23 now. When they hurled their insults at him, he did not retaliate. 
when he suffered, he made no threats. Instead, he entrusted himself to him who judges justly. Oh, that's, those are important words. Okay, so when they hurled insults at him, he didn't retaliate. Okay, so this is what we're called to follow, to, 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 to imitate. This is how we're called to follow the Lord Jesus. When we get insulted, the world is so quick to retaliate. And there's something in us that's quick to retaliate, isn't it? We're called not to retaliate. Stop and think about this. When he suffered, he made no threats. Get even, I'll get even. <laughs> that's, that's so easy to do, isn't it? Now, uh, actually, you know, I'm just making me <laughs> not too far away from here in the city. There's a, I forget what they call it now. There's a place where you can go and let out all your anger and smash things and blah 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 you know and that that's i guess it's thought to be therapeutic let it all out you know um no but neither is it good to bottle it up is it to bottle up frustration and anger and, oh, 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 you know come that's not so that's not what it's saying either. so it's not saying let it all out definitely not don't retaliate neither is it saying suppress it what is it saying instead he entrusted himself to him who judges justly he entrusted it to god lovely word that um it, 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 it he gave over he passed it on isn't that isn't that beautiful and that's what we're called to do when we're feeling um, un unjustly treated when we're tempted to re to respond in anger or whatever we lord i'm giving it to you I give it to you. I'm not, I'm not bottling it up. I'm not blasting it out. I'm giving it to you. I trust you, Lord, that you will bring this to good. Um, it's speaking about, obviously, in this context, the sort of suffering he's speaking about here is un unjust situations in, uh, socially, in the workplace, w w in the course of life. It, um, but it, that, it kind of applies to, to all suffering, actually, doesn't it? Whatever the suffering you might be feeling, maybe um, physical pain, it can be all, it can be loss, it can be all sorts of things, and we're called here to entrust it to God. We don't all, we don't always understand that in the moment, Lord. I don't know how you, Lord. I don't know how you're going to act justly and cause this to cause justice to to flow and so on. I don't know how you're going to do it, but I entrust it to you, not knowing the outcome and how it all works. Oh God, this hurts, but I'm entrusting it to you. Isn't that beautiful? There's something beautiful there. God loves it. We're trusting him. With, he does act justly and he will uh, make all things new and he will bring justice. He is a God of justice. He will bring that about. So let's go on. Verse 24. He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross. He took it on himself so that we might die to sin and live for righteousness. By his wounds, you have been healed. In this context, the healing is from anger, angst, sin. It's not 
necessarily speaking here of, uh, of physical healing. He's speaking, this whole context here is about justice and righteousness and, and, the, the, and wrongs being done to us and us suffering for, for, for the sake of the gospel. And he, we're to entrust it to God to the, because it was all placed on Christ. He took it on himself and he will bring a good conclusion one day. And then he goes on, For you were like sheep going astray, but now you have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. And he's reminding us of, of, our, of our background. Hey, we were all just messed up, mixed up, lost. Just like the people perhaps who are doing you wrong at the moment. But you've returned to the shepherd and overseer of your soul. So we're called to follow him. And I think we ought to look at Isaiah 53 as we close. Let's have a little look there. He already quoted it several times there. And, you know, it's lovely. It's chapter 50. I love, we often lose the, the power of this verse, chapter 53 of Isaiah. Who's believed our message? This is astonishing. Who's going to believe this? It's unbelievable. He grew up like a tender shoot, like a root out of dry, dry ground. No beauty to attract us to him or nothing in his appearance we should, that we should desire him. He was despised, rejected by mankind, man of suffering and acquainted with grief. He, and then he goes on, to, he, like, one, like one from whom people hid their faces. He was despised and we held him in low esteem. Surely he took up our pain and he bore our suffering. He was pierced for our transgression. Uh, for our, our transgression. Turn over. He was crushed for our iniquity. The punishment that brought us peace was was on him. By his wounds we are healed. And all we like sheep have gone astray. Each turned to his own way. But the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Lord Jesus, thank you. You took upon yourself the sin, the, all the, the grot. Lord, you took all our sin. You took it on yourself so that we could walk free. We could come into that place of peace. And Lord, thank you that we can continue to entrust you with the things that hurt us and grieve us and trouble us. Lord, we don't want to be retaliating and fighting our own corner we want to entrust to you, Lord Jesus, knowing that you, you bore, you bore for us that we could live in peace. Oh Lord, thank you so much. We want to follow you closely and please you wherever we go today. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, God bless. Have a great day. I hope you'll join us again tomorrow. Bye now.